You're listening to It's a Beautiful Day in the Gulch on WFHB, community-supported radio for South Central Indiana. Bloomington, Bedford, Nashville, and Ellettsville, or online at WFHB.org. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are forever. We're trying to to decide which um, James Bond movie to watch. I'm gonna try one of these Timothy Dalton ones because I've never. Heard yeah, of I want to watch a Timothy Dalton one. I was talking to someone the other day, and I was trying to remember the name of Living Daylights. I think it was. It was like the last one that I saw because when I was a kid, I tried to watch all of them. Yeah. And then I saw this one in the store and I was like, what? Wait, what I just, the heck is I this? I just read The Living Daylights is occasionally humorless. That sounds boring. I occasionally try humorless? I'm going to try it on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Who says something is occasionally humorless? A critic. That's, that's no, a, I know, but like what, like, what does that even mean? That means like. Yeah. It's occasionally not funny. But then, why wouldn't you just say, you wouldn't have to say occasionally. You wouldn't have to say it's occasionally not I'm funny. I'm picking this one. I think it, I think it implies... You would just say it's not funny. Or, it, yeah, it, it also, it, it kind of implies like, occasionally, it tries to be funny, and it's not. What record are we listening to? Did we establish that? It's Ra- Rainbow and Curved Air by Terry Riley. Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of a go-to, me and Alf want to, you know, yeah. go-to albums. It's just a really good, like, just puts me in a good mood every time I listen to it. Yeah. I always describe it as, I feel like Come I'm in here. in a casino. Because there's all these bells and whistles going on. When, uh... When me and Bustman's Holiday were in Ojai, we went to this yoga studio and we did a yoga class. And uh, and Bryce bought uh, Rainbow and Curved Air uh, on vinyl from uh, the yoga studio, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> but like something Bryce would do. Yeah, it is something that Bryce would do and did do. And like, but he showed me the album cover and it looked different like it wasn't just that pink album cover it was like yeah, his face that's the, OG, that's the old ones that's what mine looks like too oh like, yeah it was that like with his face with on his it face yeah it's so funny like because i'm just so used to seeing the the oh, the pink bad. rainbow but then when i i was like oh what's this and i just i just like what's this funny record with this guy's face on a mountain and then it's like, oh, Rainbow and Curved Air? Side one is one song. Side two is one song. Side one is called A Rainbow and Curved Air. Which brings, you know, to mind things like Albert Einstein or whatever. Side two is called Poppy No Good in the Phantom Band. You gotta come closer to the microphone. 
It's his house. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's your house. You and can behind, do whatever. And behind you can that, do whatever on you the want. Uh, now playing rack, I've got uh, Shelly's extra copy of Beach Boys Christmas album featuring Little Saint Nick. Beach Boys Christmas featuring Little Saint Nick. Mm-hmm. Behind that, I have a compilation of Ennio Morticone. Where are we, Alex? Well, we're at we're at Zach's house, the Chode. He's just made us some tea, and we're about to watch a James Bond film in um, sort of a classic holiday tradition of which holiday? Christmas. Uh, we, well, there's Christmas tradition. lights. Well, there's a Christmas tree uh, decorated with uh, twelve red shiny balls and a peace sign. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's true that uh, James Bond has Christmas vibes. Well, I think that, like, just, like, uh, watching a movie with the boys is, uh, or just, like, watching a movie inside. Like, I feel like I would watch a James Bond movie over Christmas break when I have nothing else to do. Yeah. You know, James Bond movies take place in England, but are they American movies or are they British movies? That's a good question. Is Ian Fleming British? He sounds British. Thanks for the Ian tea. Yeah, you guys, you guys pick your mug you want. I think you put the mugs. Uh, I think you lined them up on purpose. <laughs> You think so? I gave you this Subconsciously, one. yeah. So Miles has a mug with George Costanza on it, and he's drinking from a mug with George Costanza on it. And then I have the mug. It says the Three Stooges, and it has a picture of the Three Stooges, and they're in their pajamas, and they're like fighting. And the chode has. And they're probing. Uh, they're probing Curly. Mo yeah, and Larry are probing doctors. Curly. And I have a a mug made by a. Who made Goshen, that? Indiana original uh, Fred Driver. Oh, that's a Fred Driver. Ceramic. He's a really good ceramic guy. What kind of tea are you drinking? Bigelow. No, like what? Green tea. Decaf. Oh, green tea. Nothing fancy. Decaf. Nothing fancy, but standard, you know. Good late night tea. Yeah. I have some honey. You want? Should I get the honey out? Yeah. So where do you think they are now? They're not in England right now. They're on the beach. Yeah, but look at them. They're driving on the right side of the of the car. I bet they're in Cornwall or something. Actually, England's an island, Alex. It's surrounded by beaches. Yeah, they don't. But do they have like beaches, or they just have like cliffs and stuff? Yeah, I'll take I'm some okay. honey. Oh, that honey's just in a giant I know, ball jar. I was jar. surprised that this you brought is, Where did you get this, that this honey? This is uh, honey that uh, my mom works at a doctor's office, and there's a doctor there named uh, Dr. Toot. And uh, <laughs> this is honey from Dr. Toot's uh, honeybees. Dr. Toot's honeybees. So it's uh, really flowery and uh, wow. delicious. I'm, I'm excited. And I'm going to do yours first. So that way I can double dip mine and just eat some straight out of the jar. <laughs> do you what? But do you do- normally double dip? Yeah. But I'm not so gonna you, use the same spoon. But I'm saying if Look you normally double dip into that. Yeah. Then 
But the but the honey I double dipped for it, I eat it. So it, the tainted honey is gone. You know? I think there is some is there there's some like antibiotic element to the to the honey. They say that, don't they? Like that maybe it would kill well, your mouth. If, like if the pollen is local, it's supposed to help with the allergies. But I don't know about bacteria. I think honey is vaguely antibacterial, and you can't give it to babies for some reason. You can't give honey to babies? Yeah, you cannot give honey to babies. That's something that I would definitely want to (laughs) give to a baby. You You have to try this. Yeah, it's like you're not going to choke on it. sugar's good, try honey. That's like a good uncle move. It's a a bad uncle move. Yeah, I'm glad I warned you guys. I gotta know these kinds of things, you know? Yeah, I know. One of these days, they're gonna ask me to watch... Watch over the uh, the child, and uh, I'm gonna give it honey. And... Do you know why you can't give a baby honey? Um, I don't know why, I th- but it's bad for you. I know that it's bad. And you can't give them. Or gra- it's bad for the baby. Grapes are bad for and babies. For babies or for dogs? For dogs, you can't give a baby cigarettes. And you can't. Uh, you also can't give babies. Uh, Lemonade from uh, Panera Bread. From Panera Bread. Let's see what it says. The primary risk of introducing honey too soon is infant botulism. Oh. Because there's botulism in honey. Botulism isn't a thing that's... It's a thing that you get, right? It says botulism spores found in Oh, it's a spore. It's from a fly, right? I guess it's a fungus. From a botch fly? From a bot fly? It's when you have to go poop way too much. When you eat too much kale. Yeah, that's what that show botched is about. It's when you eat kale or you eat a volcano ramen. Yeah, how, do you, how are you feeling about the ramen? Did the spice... Belly I mean, warning? Yeah, yeah, your belly warning. Yeah, we went to this ramen place on Kirkwood. What is it called? Yagatarasu. Yagatarasu. Miles ate raw octopus. Yeah, you, like everyone a, did. Like a worldly, a worldly madman that everyone he is. Did. Yeah, we could tell it was the real deal, too. Except it makes me weird to think about, like, you know, they have raw octopus at this Japanese restaurant in Indiana. So I think it must come frozen and they just... Uh, Don't cook it? They just melt it down. Yeah. yeah. That guy made a funny noise right there. Yeah, and it was in the closed caption, it just said ARG. ARG. Damn. Yeah, they're definitely, he definitely saved a woman from drowning in the ocean. And she then. She him by driving off in the car. And then these guys attacked him because I think it was a trap. But look, he's got her slippers and he's looking at her slippers. Which guy is this? He looks kind of like Donovan. Do you think he looks like Donovan? Like the sky. This is guy. on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yes. What's the guy's name? His name is Timothy Daniel Dalton. Timothy Dalton? No. Uh, Living Daylights. No. George Lazenby. Oh, you went with the George Lazenby one. Yeah. What is this, like the black, the white stripes theme song? <laughs> what do you mean? What, Seven Nation Army? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the intro is usually the best part of the whole movie. 
so pay attention to the art. The intros are usually pretty cool. So we got a trippy martini silhouette, and there's a babe in a bikini inside oh, yeah. the martini. That's like the same uh, bikini that Austin Powers puts on in the... Oh, yeah. Is that in the second one? Wait, was that... Um, that's when he's with Felicity Shadwell. That's the first one or second one. It says uh, this guy was a model and he had no prior acting credits before. I believe that. Wow. Yeah. Why? Because he's handsome or because he's a bad actor? Both. <laughs> and the uh, the guy who produced it is named Albert R. Broccoli. <laughs> Albert R. Broccoli. <laughs> it must be related to R. Crumb. <laughs> The venison? Yes, I did. I'll have another one. So the martini turned into an hourglass, and the hourglass has a guy with a kung, kung fu guy with a sword, samurai sword, and an explosion inside the hourglass. The hourglass turned into a woman, and then two women's figures, silhouettes, dancing beneath a crown. Their legs are kind of like crisscrossing. Kind of looks like scissors or something. Yeah, it's, it's like that. Uh, you ever see that gif of a 3D girl spinning? And if you look at it one way, it uh, looks like it's spinning clockwise, and then you can make it go counterclockwise by thinking about it. You ever see that brain yeah. teaser? More like those gals that are on the mud flaps of the semi-trucks. It looks like that, too, yeah. In so, the boot. They call the trunk the boot. Oh, in the boot. Um, that's why it's so cool looking. Another fun fact, he's Australian. He's Australian? The actor is. Let's... Is he the only, is he the only James Bond to not be English? To my knowledge. You're listening to It's a Beautiful Day in the Gulch on WFHB. Well, I hope old girl doesn't get his budgie smuggler all tangled up in a net. What? That's an Australian phrase. What is it? You get your budgie smuggler tangled up in a knot. What is? What does that mean? It means like uh, when you're wearing uh, wearing like a g-string and then uh, it goes up your butt crack. It means like uh, you know don't don't freak out or don't have like a don't let your like thing down there get all twisted up in a knot. There's a yeah. It's funny how, um, the James Bond video games, like that we grew up playing, 007. You know, like in the movies, James Bond is he's playing cards a lot and he's at like a hotel, and he's all he's usually just talking to some guy too, but in the video games, you're kind of just 
walking around a maze <laughs> shooting guys. <laughs> yeah. They could have been It's almost creative. nothing like the movie. Yeah. Movie, yeah. It's based on the movies. The, the levels are based on the movies. I feel like they're all based on Pierce Brosnan movies. If we're talking about uh, Double O Golden Eye for Nintendo sixty four, yeah. which I think is what. He's always doing the same stuff. I don't know if you need to move the mic like that, but he's always doing the same stuff in every movie. You know, he's always playing cards. So in the video game, you should there should be like a level in the video game where you play. Yeah, you have uh, to play poker. poker. Yeah, or I guess they're playing blackjack. What? Yeah, they're playing blackjack all the time. Which honestly, I think it makes sense that James Bond would would play blackjack and not poker, because poker takes forever. He doesn't have time. He 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 just needs to come in and win a bunch of money and or lose a bunch of money. And kind of just establish himself in the room really quick, and then he needs to go off and go do other stuff. And usually, there's like a like in this case, there's like this beautiful woman, right? She's probably some kind of link to the bad guy, and so he, typically he follows the tail. You know, he chases the tail, and that's how he catches the bad guy. Yeah, it's a long tail. In Casino Royale, is he playing blackjack the whole time? He's playing poker. He's playing poker. And he plays in Casino lots Royale. of times. And he plays slots. Yeah. And he uh, bets on sports. He bets on sports? Yeah, he looks at his phone and he's on DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, there should be a new school of James Bond who just bets on sports. Like ru- that's like a good English sport, like rugby. Or yeah, he talks to girls on Tinder. And he, uh, <laughs> he just doesn't really leave his house. He's got a mole on his face. It's funny that he has a model and he has a big mole on his face. That's kind of what makes him model S. It's called a beauty mark. <clears throat> Who would the villain be in the modern James Bond movie? His, his himself. Who would the villain be? Yeah. Good point. Um, it would be like a bunch of guys on Reddit, like trying to yeah come together and like ruin this the. Game stock, you know. Stock market. So he's just fighting this guy in his hotel room for some reason. Well, he's he got attacked. See this camera's this camera shots. I think it's sped up. To make it look like they're like doing something. Oh. See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The sound, the sound effects are good. It makes it oh. like a, it makes it a cooler fight scene, but you know in real life that they're they're moving too slow. I did not believe that faint. Yeah. That guy. That was faint to faint. He's a, he's a great uh, physical performer, but not such a great actor, right? Acting yeah. got better after the mid-century, I think. Acting got better? Yeah. In some ways. Oh, look, he's having a bit of caviar. He's like, I just beat this guy up. Let me have some caviar as a treat. 
Royal Beluga, north of the Caspian. That's he just knows it from just eat from. Uh, he's eating caviar. Eating all the time. caviar all the time, like Miles eating octopus. When you don't believe that the guy in the movie is actually cool, he'll drop some knowledge like that. That look, year, like look, he's wearing a frilly shirt like in Seinfeld. Dude, he's wearing nice, like so a pirate shirt like in Seinfeld. He's gonna make himself like a martini. Uh oh. Somebody's in the room. He's always oh. oh, and she's got his gun. Yeah, he's always getting into situations like that. It's almost like he does it on purpose. Hmm. You always allow yourself for a rendezvous. Occasionally, I seem to be acting in front. I'll take that if you don't mind. Make sure of yourself, aren't you? Suppose I were to kill you for a thrill. Think of something more sociable, Spur. Oh. Stop playing games. Who's that man in your room? You're all right, Daniel. I thought that was your idea tonight. Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, man. He's a little handsy with her. I don't think Daniel Craig acts like that. Daniel Craig, I don't. Does Sean Connery do that? Yeah, they like slap him around. Daniel Craig's. uh... Maybe the next James Bond will be a woman. Yeah. In In the most recent Daniel Craig movie he actually uh, you know starts off not being 007 because they fire him kind of well they think he's dead and uh, really he's not and then he just keeps working on the case because he's James Bond and they reinstate someone else as a 007 agent and it is a woman so actually, in the last movie, most of the time, he's just referred to as James Bond and not 007. Because there's another character named 007. She very well could be the next uh, Bond. Jamie Bond. And it'll be funny when the dynamic shifts and then uh, she like sleeps with guys, you know. And slaps him around. Well, if that's the case, then we have to change the uh, stuff about like James Bond playing Candy Crush and stuff like that, <laughs> because we gotta give we gotta give the woman a real James Bond movie yeah, to be in, you're and right. not not um, sort of a watered down version of it. They need to take on the character in, in all of its. Uh, Splendor. I think there's there can still I think there's room for a depressed James Bond. I think or a cyber security James Bond, I guess. I think depressed James Bond is Roger Moore. Mm. I remember watching Roger Moore movies and like I could be wrong about this, but I remember him getting beat up like really bad in the movies. He's not good at fighting. Like, I feel like most of these movies, the guys just run around and shoot everybody and they don't even get hurt. But I kind of remember Roger Moore getting getting beat up a lot. That's, I could be wrong. The best part about the newer Bond is that the guy is more physically fit and believable as a spy and actually, like, does some of the stunts and stuff. Yeah, there should be a part in Goldeneye where you play golf. Yeah. It should just be a yeah. It should just be a series of mini games. Yeah. We'll give it to you outside. 
there could be like a you could go you could go to like uh, the weapon testing place where you test out all the goofy gadgets that you probably don't even use within the game like a telephone shoe a telephone shoe mostly you should you have to like make a martini and you have to really shake the controller to shake the yeah (laughs) yeah And if you like stir it, then you fail. Yeah, yeah if you <laughs> use the joystick to stir, <laughs> then you lose. And you're like, I always mess that part up. <laughs> oh wait, he's riding in the car with the guy he beat up in his hotel room. Sometimes when you get in a fight with someone, it like bonds you to that person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's cool. We're, we like fought it out, and we're cool now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's like some brotherly love. Yeah. Yeah, this movie uh, was released in the summer of love. Yeah, and that just wow. permeates throughout the film that energy. Imagine being a model with no acting experience, and then all of a sudden you get to play Is that James odd Bond. Job? No, it's like a just a janitor. Kind of looks like my neighbor. Odd job. Odd. He was doing an odd job though. He was doing... Oh. 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 Wow. I think that these sound effects are good. Yeah, why is there a gunshot every time he punches somebody? Oh. Please, Mr. Bond. Don't throw that knife at me. And if you wish, I'll give you another chance. I'm Draco. That's a funny cigarette holder he's got there. Is that the Indiana State flower he's wearing on his chest there? A peony? I don't know. I think it's. I don't know. What? That's his line. No, he was ordering it for him though, because he already he knows this guy. In the newer uh, Casino Royale with Daniel Craig, he uh, orders a drink while they're playing to kind of annoy, intentionally annoy the guy across the table from him, who's like the bad guy. And after he orders the drink, it sounds so good that everyone else at the table is like, I want one of those too. And then the bad guy gets mad when everyone like is on like the same side as him. And he's, you know, you can tell he's like mad that he didn't come up with like a cool drink like that. Well, what kind of drink did he order? Like a martini, an Arnold Palmer. Give me a equal parts. I think tea. I remember seeing that he like kind of like made it more. He kind of described the martini in greater detail. Definitely. Yeah. He was like, he was like, say like, give it a rinse. Like a vermouth rinse or something that, and like a lemon twist, or something like like he explained it like he like how to make the cocktail or something like like it was a like he was like a like it was a recipe. Here it is. It's uh, from the book. And oh, he, it's from he, the book. He names the drink the Vesper after the the woman who he's uh, uh, smitten by. It says uh, three measures of Gordon's. One of vodka, half a measure of Kina Lille. I don't know if I said that right. Shake it very well until it's ice cold. Then add a large thin slice of lemon peel. Got it? 
I bet really annoying guys uh, ordered that at bars for like a year and a half after that movie came out yeah. in that exact same way. Bartenders were really annoyed after yeah. that movie came out. They'd be like, you don't need to tell me how to make it. I know how to make it. Be like, I know how to make a Vesper. It's not good. And then you stir it, and he's like, hey, man, that would have been a good drink, but you stirred it, and you didn't shake it. That's what he said? Yeah, because if you stir it, it ruins it. Like, the lemon, it makes the lemon taste like a... Like an old shoe? Yeah. (laughs) If you stir it, then you... Then the lemon will taste like a shoe telephone. Hey man, I'm gonna check the tracking on this uh, Hawaiian shirt I bought. It's, shi- it's shipping from uh, Kiev, Ukraine. Yeah, Zach bought a Hawaiian shirt. I, I mean, I didn't know where it, it was coming from. I just thought it was. It was a nice shirt. It wasn't expensive. The shipping wasn't expensive either. Had like two arms holes at one hole at the top for the head. You're listening to It's a Beautiful Day in the Gulch on WFHB, community supported radio for South Central Indiana. Bloomington, Bedford, Nashville, and Ellettsville, or online at WFHB.org. Shouts out to everyone listening online and everyone listening in the Bloomington area. You guys are my best friends. I hope you have a great Friday or Saturday or any day, uh, Wednesday. I wrote this on Wednesday called I Never Should Have Done That. I never should have done that. I never should have done 1,000 push-ups on Valentine's Day 2016. Or rather, I never should have told everyone over and over and over again.